Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is is a premium service sending you the best sports bets to take on a daily basis, depending on what package you're you're signed up to. Joel Joel does all the research for you. This guy, this guy, honestly, he was he was a career sports better for the the part the better part of a decade. This guy was smashing it so hard, winning so much money, beating the bookies that they've blacklisted him from all bookmaking websites, sports bet, lab brokes, all that shit. He's he's not able to place bets anymore. So he does the research for you, and you benefit off of his knowledge and his team's knowledge. You understand that? So you can sign up. Cause I know what you guys are doing. You guys are sitting over there, you know, doing doing all your own bets. You think you think you've got a system. You know? You're losing money daily. You're injecting more cash into your accounts. Hundreds of dollars a day. You're not eating as much. Your kids your kids malnourished. Your wife no longer wants to fuck you. She thinks you're a loser. So you take up drugs. So now you've got a, a gambling problem and a drug pro- problem. You know, trying to trying to cope with the stress of losing so much money because you don't know how to bet. Your wife doesn't want to fuck you. She's, you know, she she looks at you like you're, you know, the scum of the earth. So now you got, you know, you're doing you're doing cocaine just to just to feel something. But it's 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 making your decision making cloudy when you're on that when you're on that app placing those bets. Putting five hundred dollars on a twenty-eight leg multi, you think you're going to become a millionaire overnight? But no, you lose by you lose by three legs. You don't even get your money back because you put too many legs down. You don't know what you're doing anymore. You're resorted to meth. You're losing teeth. Your wife thinks you're getting beat up by book by bookmakers, but your bookmakers are all digital these days. You're actually losing meth because you're losing teeth because you're doing so much meth. You know. None of this has to happen. This is all avoidable. All you need to do is sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. W-T-T-P. But welcome to the potty. Welcome to the P-O-D-D-Y. Okay? Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. Not only will you get 50% off your first week subscription, but you're going to start winning some bets. You might be able to get that dental work done. Your wife might fuck you again. Your kid can start eating more than whatever the fuck you you had left over and shoved in the blender. You know? Your life will slowly start getting back together. You might be able to even afford the rehab that you've sent yourself to after, you know, years of drug abuse from losing bets. You, you know, it's a downward spiral if you're that bad at betting, but bet with Joel will keep you on top. Bet smarter, not harder. Play the odds. Bet with Joel. Beat the bookies. Welcome to the Potty is also brought to you by Phoenix Fitness. That's FNX Fitness. Okay. Now, you know, we've just had a holiday season. We've had the silly season. Lots of beers, lots of, you know, cocaine, lots of weed. You get the munchies. All of a sudden, you have nachos every third meal. And, you know... Depending on how much you're eating, that means some, you know, some days you might be having nachos twice a day. So you look like shit. And you got, you know, you know, if you had enough beer, you might have that round belly, that round, like kind of strong looking belly that doesn't look all sloppy like, you know, these food eaters. But either way, you still look like shit. But if you got a beer belly, you can kind of pull off the bikey look if you get enough tattoos. But, you know, even then. Even then, shirts don't fit you right. They hang they hang off you and people can see the underside of your belly and that's not as hot as underboot. It's, you know, it's scientifically proven. So what you need to do is get to Phoenix Fitness and get whatever supplements you need to get your way to a, to a better body, you know? It's only started really getting hot now. It's a late summer. Climate change is real, ladies and gentlemen, okay? It's a late summer. So, you know, we had we had a chance to actually get our shit in in shape before, you know, before it all before it all really started kicking off. You know, people are going to the beach every day now. The pool. You know, people are bringing their binoculars, having a perv, they're trying to find some, you know, some real some real nice skin to look at. 
you know, you're not bringing your binoculars. You're wearing you're wearing double t-shirts and bringing a fucking box of donuts down to the beach. You look like shit, dude. Get on Phoenix Fitness, dude. The the links in the episode description and in the bio of the Welcome to the Potty Instagram page. Enter promo code WTTP and you're gonna get fifteen percent off all orders. That's creatine, protein, supplements, you know, fish oil. If you got so fat over the silly season that your knees can barely hold your weight anymore, get some of that fucking krill oil in your body. Start holding you up. But also you gotta get you gotta get on the on the bike. You gotta start moving. And the first, you know, the first few sessions is gonna really hurt. You really fucked your body up. You look like an absolute disgrace. So you're gonna be sore, so you gotta get that protein in. You gotta get that protein in so it can start healing your body. Episodes in uh uh, websites in the episode description. Click on that link and enter promo code WTTP for 15% off all orders at Phoenix Fitness. If you want to, you know, if you want to just help out, welcome to the party, dude. Honestly, you've you've seen it. You've seen what's been going on. There's been a lot of content going out, a lot of guests on the show. You don't understand how frequently these guests were on. The episodes get re- released weekly, like once a week right but some of these guests is like day after day after day this is a lot of work i need to be able i need i've got you know i've got my producers and my web my my content creators right they help me out but i need more i need more i need more i need a team around me doing editing doing research doing all this this is a lot this is a lot to handle and to do that i need you guys to buy some fucking merch welcome to the potty.com slash store buy yourself WTTP unsourced t-shirt. This shit is so soft, bro. This shit is so soft, bro. I had an emergency. I took an emergency dump, wiped my ass with my unsourced t-shirt and the shit slid right off of it. I put that shit back on and it was cleaner than when I took it off. I don't know how. This is how soft these shirts are. These shirts are so soft, bro. You talk a bit of shit about them and they will start crying. They won't even defend themselves. Soft as a motherfucker, bro. Welcome to the welcome slash store. And you know what? I think, I really do think, we can start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Bung, bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Captain, the motherfucking Chandler Bing of podcasting, because I'll tell you this, I will get real sarcastic on you. I'll get sarcastic on you, bro. People been trying to talk to me about this new president, Mr. Joe Biden. And um, you understand this man was the vice president for Mr. Barack Obama. And you know, I, I fuck with, you know, I fuck with Barack more drama. You feel me? This motherfucker really, you know, as well, you know, he tricked you guys. And I fuck with Barack. I thought he was good. I thought he was a good prez. But he really tricked you guys because first off, he was black. And so you were, you're expecting this guy to step up the podium and be like, I bet, Um, check this out. Uh... Y'all motherfuckers is going to be paying taxes. Um, Bet. Uh, what's good with my little cousin Lenny? Shout out. Um, Oh, by the way, um, here's some bailout money for them banks. Get your money up, boy. You know, that's what you guys, you guys really thought Barack was going to step in there like that. But he was like, uh, I'd like to address the nation. Uh, this is a time where everybody needs to come together. And you guys were like, oh, wow, he's so well-spoken. He's so well-spoken. He's such a nice man. He's such a gentleman. Look, he's got a wife. He's got kids. A black man that's stuck around for his kids. My God, this, this is an anomaly. We love him. Meanwhile, this motherfucker's doing drone strikes on weddings and fucking preschools. And you guys don't give a fuck. And that's fine, bro. That's fine. Sometimes... To make money for your country, you got to kill civilians. I get it. I get what war. I get what what war is. De- you know, designed to do. War, like war, doesn't even actually make sense anymore. You know, we're not taking land from anybody. It just, uh, 
Well, yeah, it just doesn't make sense these days. It's all it's all financially based, right? And you guys think that, you know, Barack's out there. He put a he put a court out. He put a court. He installed a court into the White House, and he's doing fucking left-handed jimmies. And you guys think this is the dopest nigga alive? And like, quite honestly, I kind of feel that. I still feel that way, even though like I know, you know, I know this guy's like essentially, you know, a murderer. These motherfuckers. You see how young they look when they get into office. They age, they age quicker than head coaches, bro. Presidents age quicker than head coaches. Think about that. You think Biden's making it out alive, bro? <laughs> oh my God. No fucking way. He's done. So shout out to Kamala Harris, the first female president of the United States of America and also the first black female president of the United States of America. Um, do I like Kamala Harris? No. Do I like Joe Biden? No. Do I like Donald Trizzy? No. I don't fuck with any of these cats. If you, dude, I, I, I won't name names, but it wasn't my friend. My girlfriend was on the phone to somebody and I was like, oh, hey, how you going? It was on a, it was FaceTime. And so, you know, I'm busy, but Rage puts a phone in my face, which is one of my, dude, dude, if you're on the phone to somebody, bro, Good for you. But if I want to talk to him, I'll fucking call him. You feel me? I don't want to be a part of it. You know, when we're driving in the car and people answer the phone and be like, oh, Clay's here. Say hi. I was like, shit. Just pretend I don't exist for a minute while you finish this call up. My mum used to do it all the time as well. I mean, usually with family. But you know when you're a kid, you fucking hate phone calls? And it's like, oh, come talk to Nana. It's like, Fuck! You know? But then, you know, you grow up and you don't really, you know, your your nana lives in New Zealand your whole life. You meet you meet her five times and then she dies. And then you gotta and then you cry. You cry. You cry about it. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you're a little you're a little cocksucker and you didn't talk on the phone properly. And that's my brothers. That's what my brothers do. Oh well, I don't even try anymore. When I call my dad, I don't even ask to speak to him anymore. Because uh, maybe I maybe I need to try harder, but I tried for so long, and they just they would say no and stuff, and they hurt my feelings. And now I'm all, you know, now I'm all in my feelings about it. Mm. That's that bung bung bean, but um, oh, that's a good bean. Um, yeah, but Rage is on the phone to somebody, and I'm like, oh hey, how you going? Didn't first off, I think it's rude to uh, to not. Even though you probably maybe you don't care, but sometimes when someone asks you how you're going, you you say yeah, you're not too bad yourself. You ask them, but the response was yeah, good. I hope you watched the uh, like presidential address or whatever. You know the swearing in, and I didn't because I don't care. Um, and I don't care. <laughs> you know, Donald Trump said some wild shit. Like he was running on the fact that he was going to build a wall. Where's the wall? You know, where's the wall? Ain't no wall. Because you say things that the people want to hear. And you think you think Joe Biden's going to just do everything he said? I don't give a fuck. That's why I don't give a fuck what he said. That's why I didn't give a fuck what Don, Donnie Trezzy said, bro. Not going to do it. They just say it to get in. It's like, it's like a first date. You know? You rock up and you pretend you're interested in whatever bullshit this hot girl sitting across from you is interested in. So you can hopefully like... Get, get some of that action. You feel me? That's just, that's life. And that's what the president does to you guys. So no, I didn't watch it. And if, and if any of you guys think that just like, that this guy is just going to go in there and be fucking St. Teresa or something, or my, what is it? Mother Teresa. Very like, who I believe is a saint. So I think I kind of was borderline right anyway, but you guys are tripping. Now, yes, this guy probably isn't going to divide the, na- the nation racially and all this. Yes, that's, that's a positive. But if you think this guy hasn't got, you know, the, the banks fucking in his pocket and, you know, oil moguls, the fucking Rockefellers, whatever, whoever, the, guys, the guys that really run shit, the guys that, that donate the money to your, to your uh, what's it called, campaign, and it's like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you 
$15 million for your campaign. But this is what you're going to do to me if you get in. I was like, shit. And, you know, it sounds like, sounds like, oh, well, oh, so what are you saying? Like, Joe Biden's going to have to give, like, some bank executive a handjob? No. He gets handjobs from prostitutes, expensive, expensive prostitutes. Joe Biden's going to have to kill somebody, sign executive orders for, you know, yo, I need you to really, first off, you're going to have to give us some more tax bailouts, all right? Because I, I want to get a $3.2 million bonus next year. It's like, that's your bonus? What's your fucking salary, bro? What do you need that? What do you need that for at that point? You know? And he's going to, and these motherfuckers are going to be like, oh, you want to, you want to increase minimum wage? Well, you're going to have to fucking increase maximum wage. You know, the rich will always get richer, bro. Oh, I sound like, I sound like a bit of a nihilist right now. I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't call myself a nihilist, but like the, the longer you live, the more you kind of realize like, what, what is it all for? Is there a point? Is there a fucking reason that we're, we exist? Are we, have we already existed and are we living in hell right now? You know, that's a question that you should all fucking ask yourselves. You think this is dope? <laughs> you think this is dope, bro? Oh yeah. Yeah. I work nine to five. I spend most of my life working. It's dope. Oh yeah. And I've got depression and I've got to take fucking dick pills or else I can't fuck. Yeah, dope. Yeah, dope. Oh yeah, and I turn the TV on and it's just it's just horror. It's just like kids getting burnt up and like coronavirus and this and that. Just the worst shit that you could ever imagine. You couldn't write about this shit. You couldn't make a movie about this shit, but it's on the, the news, which is supposed to be real. This is the world we live in and you don't think it's hell? Good God. <laughs> wow, bruh. Motherfuckers work three jobs and still are in the lowest tax bracket. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? This is hell, dude. And then you think like, oh yeah, but what about all the rich people? Like they've, they've got it going pretty good. Oh yeah. Those dudes that have had five divorces and their kids won't speak to them and they work 18 hour days. Yeah, cool. You're a billionaire, but you're a piece of shit. You've got, you've got a body count. There's no way these billionaires don't have body counts. This is hell, bro. The more I think about it, the more I feel like I lived and I was a naughty boy in my past life. I was a naughty, naughty boy. And this world that I live in is my punishment. You ever think about that? Welcome to the party, everybody. This is very, it's, it's a fucking, it's a real positive day. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I have missed my solo episodes, bro. With all the guests and shit I've had on. I have missed this and I've just been, I've just been banking it up. Like my head's been swelling, bro. No home loans. You feel me? I've been, my head's been swelling with just God. Well, right now it seems like contempt for the world, but I, um, man, I've just wanted to, to just do some, some free flowing, you know, download of consciousness onto here, bro. Um, you know, just straight up ver verbal diarrhea. Um, but what's that word for it? Stream of consciousness, bro. That's what I've just been waiting to do that. I've got no notes. I do have a few uh, movies uh, to review. Uh, we won't go there. We won't go there just yet because I'm, I'm having a bit of fun here just talking shit. You guys might have noticed that on Clay McMath Comedy um, Instagram there hasn't been a lot of closed reviews, but there was a closed reviews special episode of Welcome to the Potty. Here's the problem. I literally haven't had time to edit that shit yet. Haven't had the time, so. Uh, oh, man. So that's like, that's where I'm at is just trying to trying to find time to do shit. This episode's going to be late. It should have, uh, it should have. 12 hours ago, this should have been released, and I'm only just recording it now. But lots of people are busy on Sundays. It's hot as fuck today, so people be going to the beach. Some people be going to the beach hoping to listen to the new episode of Welcome to the Potty, and they won't be able to um, because, well, honestly, honestly, Friday I went out. Um, my friend Xiao, 
who I've talked about on this show before. He uh, He's in town for approximately six weeks from Western Australia. So we've been hanging out and we um, we went out for dinner Friday night and then went out and got pretty much turnt, like, but low-key turnt. Like we weren't like screaming and shit. We were talking, you know, you, you have enough beers, you start talking about investments. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm complaining because I've got no savings, bro. I put all my savings into the, into the bung bung coffee, which is, you know, killing it. We're sold out again. We've made, made our third order now. Um, third order, import the beans, get them shits roasted, you know, roast them up. And then we fucking, we, we sell them shits, sell them hoes. So that business is going okay. Is it profitable? Not really, not yet. Because every time there's more expenses, it grows a little bit. So you got to, you know, the beans, the beans pay for themselves, but then you order like, you order slightly more beans in the next order because people like people coming back. There's more, there's more clientele. The website's almost up and running. So it's going to be much more than just family and friends. It's, it's a very, it's very incestuous right now. We're trying to really, we're really trying to branch out a bit. I've been given, I've been given samples to businesses to start being like, yeah, this is going to be our bean. We're going to start using this shit. So that's the bean, the bean situation. The potty situation is um, business as usual. Wow, really? No new sponsors. Slight growth in listeners. Um, lots of guests, episodes. And then the comedy situation right now is I've been getting up once a week if I'm lucky. I'm trying to build a fringe show. And um, I did a set a couple of weeks ago and it was trash. So I fucking threw all that. That's five minutes in the fucking, in the bin. Five minutes in the bin. And then um, I did a new five minutes on Thursday and it was decent. Probably three and a half, four minutes of decent material that I can work with and tweak. But I've got to get like probably, I'll probably be doing 10 to 15 at the fringe. So I just need to sort that shit out, get it together. Right? But yeah, it's been cool, man. I've been watching a lot of reruns of shit that I've already uh, reviewed. So I watched The Office again. I watched Friends again. Um, And now I want to watch Seinfeld again. But at the moment, I'm I'm like probably towards the end of How I Met Your Mother again. So this is all, this is what I've been doing. Um, and you guys are like, oh, you don't have time. When I'm watching these shows, that's why I watch the reruns. Because I can sit there with my laptop and I don't have to pay too much attention. I do editing. I do fucking accounting, all this shit. I've been studying accounting because I don't know really what I'm doing. I've got an accountant. So really, I should just fucking leave it all to her, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to pay less, you know, pay less shoes. I'm trying to do more work, pay less, but it just takes up so much time. But yeah, if you motherfuckers really think that this president is just going to be all gravy and cunts like, dude, 2020 finishes as new year's and cunts think just cause the number on the end of the date changes, that shit's going to be sweet. Ha, <laughs> dude, be easy. Okay, coronavirus is still out there. There's still like 4,000 people a day dying in the US, you know. Um, shit ain't sweet just because you had a little party, okay? If you're allowed, if you're allowed. In my state, we pretty much do whatever the fuck we want, dude. They've got sign-ins at venues, right? You got to sign in on your phone, beep, little QR code. But then you can pretty much just go in there and start licking everything and everything's all sweet. South Australia is dope, all right? Speaking of how dope South Australia is, Rach and I are going on a little holiday, a little adventure. Um, Valentine's, plus, you know, our Europe holiday got canceled last year because of this this COVID. Um, and we took one week off uh, last year. Well, one week of work, so five days off. So that wasn't really a refresher. So we're taking three weeks off and we're going to uh, like Port Lincoln, Coffin Bay situation. Going to play some golf, going to go fishing, going to eat oysters. Um, I think that 
I don't know that. I don't know if there's a wine region out there. We're going to mix it all up. We're going to mix it up. We're taking the dog with us. We're a dog air, uh, dog friendly Airbnb. You know, I had my fucking gripes with Airbnb when they didn't give me my refund for uh, my trip to Europe. Gave me $50 out of a $300 deposit. Absolute scumbags. So no, they're not a sponsor of the fucking show. And if they offered, I'd fucking let them because I need more money. <laughs> Shit. Um, what else, man? Ramen. I've been loving ramen. I think I had my first ever ramen at Melbsey two years ago, but that would have been three years ago because last year we didn't do a Melbsey. And if you're a new listener, Melbsey is um, the... It's the uh, boys trip that we go on every year. We've got, we've, we did 11 in a row and then COVID fucked it up, but that doesn't count as like, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a choice, you know, but every year we do a boys trip about four days over a weekend. If it's not a long weekend, we make it one with our annual leave and we just fucking, we have a crack. We have a real crack at it. We get, you know, get on the beer, the beers through the mouth and through the nose, if you know what I'm talking about. Um... Uh, what else do we do? And we went to the races two years ago and that's when, well, three years ago, but that's when um, roommate Dan from college, he came through. He came through and um, really, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So he went because he'd never, he, he's the first time in Australia and he wanted to see like the, cause Corey was playing footy at this time, AFL. He wanted to go see the facility and he went and he worked out with Corey there and stuff all, like stuff that I'd done already. And I was like, no, I'll stay here and I'll like, you know, just hang out in the accommodation, chill. You know, me, Dan and I had done the whole Great Ocean Road. So it was a long, it was a bit of a long trip. I was tired and I was like, oh, I'll wait for some of the other boys to rock up. You guys go and do your thing. Show, show Dan around Melbourne a bit. <clears throat> Shao rocks up and we went and got ramen at this place right next door to our hotel. And we only got it once for the whole weekend. And it was my first time I had more ramen. Little did I know that it was, it was gonna end up being like in my top five favorite foods. But there's this place in Adelaide and I'm not even gonna tell you where it is. I'm not even gonna tell you where it is. One, cause they're not paying me. And two, cause I don't want it to be busy when I go there. It's the best ramen I've ever, it's a, I think it's honestly the second best ramen I've ever had, but it's the best ramen in Adelaide. And um, I went there twice last week. Twice. And then I complain about, you know, my finances. I'm spending fucking $20 on, on ramen twice in one week. Plus going out for dinner. Um, and, and drinks, you know, just, just real sucker shit. Man, that's a good, that is a good fucking coffee. I will tell you that right now for free. What else has been happening though, dude? Like I honestly, I don't think I've given you guys an update since like Christmas. Like it's all been guest episodes, I think. It's all been guest episodes except for the Welcome to the Party episode. I mean, the Clay's Reviews episode. Um, And that was good. That was how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. There was 12 reviews on that. And today I think I've only got five reviews. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get into Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. All right. So on the last uh, Clay's reviews, I actually forgot one of the movies that I watched uh, because, yes, because it was utterly forgettable. This film was called A California Christmas, starring nobody that anybody's ever seen. Um, Rachel had a, a crush on like the main guy. He was a fuckwit, but he was, yeah, he was good looking. The girl was good looking from the right angles. Okay. And I'm not talking about triangles. I'm talking about the correct angles. She needed, she needed some pretty suitable angles to, to be, I mean, she wasn't ugly, but there was just something, there was something, some angles just weren't working for her. That's all I'm saying. Um, and basically this dude is this big fucking, well, he, family business, New York, you know, what's, oh, here comes Gigi. Here comes Gigi. Here she is. Hello, Rach. So 
It's okay. <laughs> Do you want to say hello to the people? Okay. So the dogs just come in here in the middle of a closed review. So this is going to be this is so this is going to be heavily edited section um, of the YouTube. Come on, how'd you get? She's so cute. She can just hear me talking. So it's scorching in here. How'd you get, G? You're so beautiful. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sweating too. I've been yelling. Can you hear me out there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The whole street can hear. I get real. I've got a bird Get out. <laughs> How'd you get? I'm trying to. I'm trying to do something. Yeah. All right. See ya. So that door, um, it's an old house, and the door, like the door frame, might be a bit tight or something. So if if you don't slam the door, the the latch doesn't go in the hole. So if Gigi presses against the door hard enough, it'll open. But usually she's outside when I record. But <sighs> anyway, what was I talking about? California Christmas. Yeah. So this this guy works for the family business, like finance in New York, big time shit, right? Um. And they whole they want to buy they just want to like buy this land or this property or something from some some farmers in New York, in uh, California, and this guy's the son and and he's a lazy prick and he just bangs broads and tells them to get out in the morning and stuff like that. So he's basically like he's like Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother, and that's you know that's an easy comparison to make because that's what I'm watching at the moment. But um, so he he's this cockhead and he's out there. And then obviously he falls for the girl, right? And But then she finds out why he was really there. It's very, yeah, I know what's going to happen. And then it's like, it's all so shit actors. So it was like the most predictable shit you've ever seen with shit actors. Um, and I guess it's I guess it's a rom-com, bruh, but it was not funny. Um, so... Yeah, I don't really have much to say about it, dude. 4.5 out of 10 for that one. And sorry for the interruption. Um, but my dog is cute as a motherfucker. But um, I also watched Failure to Launch. Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, honestly, I know Sarah Jessica Parker gets a lot of shit. So I'm just not, I'm just not going to bother wasting my time. But I agree with everything, okay? She's a terrible actress. And she always does, in this film, she does this scream all the time. Like anytime something startles her uh, and I'm not going to do it into the mic here, but fuck dude, I wa- I wanted to shoot her. I wanted to shoot her. The first time I saw this film, I was in high school. I went on a date with a girl named Eve who I'm still Facebook friends with. And she, um, she married a guy named Tyler, I believe. So um, Gigi's back in here. I don't know what Rachel's doing out there, but she's not being very helpful. Um, yeah, so so that was the first time I saw this film. We, we watched it again. Basically, this guy still lives, he's 30-something, still lives with his parents. And, um, like, that, he'll bring the girl to stay the night. Um, and then the next day, she'll, she'll wake up and realise he lives with his parents and break up with him. And then he doesn't need to bother with the breakup. Which is, you know, it's kind of a good idea because... In school, we learn things like Pythagoras um, and all this wild algebraic shit, um, hypotenuse, tri- uh, trigonometry, you know? Um, things that don't heaps matter. Art isn't something that I really believe can be taught so much. I guess like the different strokes, cross-hatching hashing and all that shit, but maybe you do art it's only available in year eight or something. And then you fucking figure that out in your own time, you know, but we learn a lot of shit in high school that doesn't matter. And one of the things that do matter is how to break up with people. It's a difficult thing. It's a difficult conversation to have. Um, especially when they, you know, they're a nice person, but you don't, you just don't match. 
because they'll be like, why? Like, wh- what did I do? And it's like, you didn't really do anything. I just don't want to do this. You know, it's, it's a hard fucking thing. And this movie basically shows that. He's like, fuck, I'm not going to have that conversation. I'll just bring it back to my house. And she's going to be like, wow, nice house. And then in the morning, she's going to be like, wow, you live with your fucking parents. You're pathetic. I'm out. Which is, yeah, that's pretty dope. So anyway, um, the most impressive thing about it is that this guy, Matthew McConaughey, used to make all these bullshit movies. And now he's like one of the best. Dude, you seen Interstellar? You seen Dallas Buyers Club? You seen fucking True Detective? This guy just totally transformed. I don't remember Brad Pitt being in rom-coms, you know? Tom Cruise, I don't remember that shit. I remember Matthew McConaughey really having to grind through some some trash to get to where he is, which, which is dope, but the movie still is a five out of 10. Also watched 50 First Dates, Adam Sandler. And I went through the database and I saw that I had never reviewed this before. So everyone knows Adam Sandler dates a girl, Drew Barrymore, with short-term memory loss. And he has to basically reintroduce himself every day and like remind her. It's, it's dumb, but it's so fucking romantic, bro. And it's actually quite funny. And it's one of my favorite roles of um, Rob Schneider, who can, he can have a few annoying roles, man, but. I loved it. I loved the um, Drew Barrymore's brother too. The character choice to have an aggressive lisp um, was hilarious. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed watching that again. And that so that's a seven out of ten. That is a seven out of ten. Um, a new one, a new one on Netflix, brand new. It's called Outside the Wire, and it's got Anthony Mackie, who is like the Falcon or something off of um. Uh, Marvel, you know, Avengers and all that. The black dude, the only black guy. Oh no, no, Samuel Jackson's also in it. Sorry, uh, but uh, anyway, outside the wire. So it's basically this drone pilot disobeys orders, and then he's got to go and he's got to go and do a mission with this. Uh, he's not a robot. He yeah, he is a robot, but he looks like a human being, and it's Anthony Mackie. Um, so basically it's, it's almost, um, it's almost like, like, cause the, the robot starts thinking for itself. So it's almost like I robot meets, um, this movie, uh, what's his name? Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Is that his name? Ethan Hawke. Uh, you know, from training day, the white guy in training day, Ethan Hawke, I think has a movie called Eagle Eye where he's a drone pilot. So it's like almost Eagle Eye meets iRobot. Um, the idea, you know, the idea of bionic or, you know, biomechanic super soldiers is, you know, it's been done. And so when you do it, you've got to pretty, you got to figure it out pretty well. Cause there's that movie with, you know, Elysium with Matt Damon. And then there's the one with Tom Cruise where he keeps he keeps coming back. Um, I forgot what that one's called, but he, it's almost like, that one is like, um, that one is like fucking, fucking outside the wire meets Groundhog Day or some shit, but whatever. Um, yeah, but this shit, yeah, it, it was fine. It was watchable. I... If you like, you know, war movies and guns, there's a couple of cool fight sequences and action sequences in it. It's just not, it's not a great film. Uh, there's no, it wasn't very impressive. The ending was kind of just, yeah, they thought they were doing like a fucking, a, Shum, a Shum, Shyamalanian twist, you know? But it really wasn't that, it wasn't really that twisty, dude. Shout out to Chips. But um, yeah, dude, I, I think you can still watch it even though the score is quite low at a 5.5. You can still watch it. Okay, understand that. Understand that. Um, and then I watched Bad Teacher with Cameron Diaz. And the first time I watched it, I think I enjoyed it more than it, it doesn't hold up. I, I found out that, you know, usually comedies are, you know, oh, hangover movie, I can watch this whenever. I can watch this 10 times in my life. And this one is, is one that I will never watch again. It's dumb. 
Um, Cameron Diaz, as many films she, as she's been in and as successful and attractive as she is, is, uh, in my opinion, not, and I don't want, you know, I don't want to do this to her. I don't want, dude, it's like, I do, I do movie reviews and then I'm never going to be able to have an actor on this show because I'm such a cunt, but I just don't find her to be overly talented. Uh, Justin Timberlake. He didn't have to fucking dig too deep to obviously you know it was a comedy but they I didn't I it wasn't great they didn't pull it off to me that's all I'm saying it didn't work for me um and that one got a five out of ten so pretty shit week in movies uh fifty first dates out of those five was was probably the best one um but yeah man it was tough it was a tough week. Uh, before, you know, we're only at 40 minutes here, but before we go, I probably should get into a little bit of sports. There's been some wild shit going on. So let's hit it. All right. NBA. Because I and I know I saw one of the five star reviews on um, iTunes for the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So please continue to do five star reviews. But one of them said, "Great show, but for the love of Christ, would you please talk about the cricket?" And uh, the answer to that, mate, is no. <laughs> I will not because I don't. I just don't know how. Okay, I'm sorry. Here's some NBA for you though. Obviously, this is a bit this is a bit late news, but. Your man, James Harden, has left the Houston Rockets and is now at the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and, th- I mean, their first game was off the fucking chis, ain't. But um, they lost twice in a row to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Colin Sexton was chopping it up. Shout out to Sex Boy. <laughs> uh, and I hope, I hope, that's, I hope that really... That sticks. I hope I hope Sex Boy sticks. But um Yeah, honestly honestly uh Yeah, they'll they'll get it together. It's gonna be sort of that Miami shit. Uh, they're the team to watch. Uh they made all the jokes about how much it's gonna be dribble, 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 dribble. But they're sh- they're sharing the rock. It looks like they're having fun. James Harden smiling again. Um and honestly, I'd prefer to watch them dribble the fucking ball than Trey Young. Trey Young can get the fuck out of here, even though he had 43 the other day. I've, I've, I've had it with him. Clint Capella, um, I don't know if he got fucking East Player of the Week. Oh, no, West Player of the Week. No. Who does he play for now? Atlanta, right? So maybe East Player of the Week. This motherfucker's getting triple doubles like an and You know? He's getting... Like 15 points, 26 rebounds, and 10 blocks. This motherfucker has been hooping this week. So shout out to Clint Capella, who I uh, may have talked about once on this podcast before, but he's, you know, he's really out there. Um, He's playing, he's really playing like, you know, like he's got a, you know, he's got that thing swinging. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Back to Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving, everybody knows that guy's been tripping lately social justice and all this. And here's the thing. Yes, he, you know, he forfeited about $800,000 of his salary um, for missing games, which is important. You shouldn't get paid for not going to work. Um, But also, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's just bullshit, man. You've got a whole off season to do that shit. So do it then. Your social, social, social justice stuff or hire a staff, have meetings, on your days off and and planning stuff and you know answer phone calls and do texts and stuff but you cannot be if you want to have two jobs have them but you still you still got a responsibility nba is not a part-time job okay um and I, my my major gripe was like this motherfucker shouldn't get paid it shouldn't be getting paid for um for doing this shit and he di- he didn't so that kind of changed it for me but um yeah, I just don't think, like, I, I think I would get fired. I think I would get fired if I just didn't show up to work for for a week and I said, oh, no, but, like, Black Lives Matter. Um, maybe I'll try it in February. 
and then I can maybe sue. But no, my boss is actually a legend. I wouldn't do that to him. But um, yeah, man. Dude, I last year we had, um, I guess there's like a woman's month or something. It might be March. Uh, but uh, it, it became very frustrating. We got, you know how you get a thousand emails from people sending it? Oh, damn, National Hot Dog Day, let's have hot dogs. You know? Every day it was another fucking women's thing, and that's fine. I respect women, okay? But no one said shit during Black History Month. No one said shit when it was all going down with Black Lives Matter, you know? No one asked me how, remember Are You Okay Day? You don't think during Black Lives Matter, um, I could use maybe an email or just fucking say like, oh shit, like, have you been okay? Like, has everything been all right with what's been going on? Like, how do you feel? Do you, have you been triggered? Have you, you know, has anyone been treating you crazy? Cause I think I told you guys about, I had an appointment with a client at a doctor's office and this like old, I, I reckon 60 I'm not good with ages. 60 to 70 years old, this guy was behind me. And out loud, he's just like, he's like um, with his wife or something. He's like, oh, look, these these stupid cunts out here spreading the virus for these fucking protests. Like talking about me. He was behind me in the line saying it like intentionally loud enough for me to hear. So yeah, I've I've been through it a little bit with it. Um, don't all lives matter? Kill yourself, bro. Kill yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that pissed me off last year. It was just like, I don't know. Is Black History Month only for Americans? I don't know. But, uh, you know. I just don't, I don't know. I Is... Is it that? Is it still that tough out there for women? My whole fucking office is women, you know? Like, there's plenty of opportunity for women at my workplace. All the management is women except for the owner of the business. And he didn't just get gifted a business. He worked his fucking ass off, right, to be there, you know? And this is, you know, this is the sports segment. And he's an Indiana Pacers fan. So there you go, sports. Um, you know... And there's, you know, there's only one black person in the office, you know, lowest in the pecking order as well, you know, except for probably, you know, admin, you know, admin's probably like a little bit less. I don't know. You need admin though to do their job, but does admin need a degree to be admin as well, you know? Does admin need to do four years of university study to, you know, make phone calls to to Telstra when our internet's down. That's all I'm saying. But dudes can also be admin. I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them suck at it too. There's a lot of good um, receptionists that's gay guys. And um, and that's been, that's been really, that's a, that's a dead horse that has been beat to death. And that's, you know, that's a weird thing to say. That's a, you know, how you beat a dead horse. In comedy, the gay receptionist, that's a, like comedy, like rom-coms, the gay receptionist, dude. Remember, remember uh, Entourage, Lloyd, the assistant, the gay assistant and the gay mafia or whatever. Like he would, he would get, he would get more information from his other, like the gay people that work for other agencies. Fuck, I might have to rewatch Entourage. People shit on Entourage, man. Cause it is, it's super broy, but like, what are you gonna do, bro? We can't have the equivalent to Sex in the City, you know. Sex in the City is super girly, and I don't want to fucking watch it. I want to watch Entourage. Is that cool? Yeah, it's not the most intellectual show, but that's fine, bro. Sometimes you just want to sit and and laugh at at just inappropriate shit, bro. And that's and you know curb curb your enthusiasm. Now that is intellectual though. It's a different type of intellectual, but it's intellectual. What am I talking about? 
social justice, Kyrie, yeah. But he's returned and um, he he was the inbounder on a, um, a uh, what do you call it? An inbounds play, obviously, an out-of-bounds play. He was the inbounder uh, on a last-second possession. So there was no chance he was going to get it. Do you not think that him, James Harden, and and KD should all be on the floor so they've got to try and figure out who to double-team and all that? KD got the ball and missed the shot, and I think that was against... I think that was against Cleveland. But that's really what's going on in sports, dude. Um, LeBron James is still, you know, still crying about not getting calls. You know, he went to dunk it and Giannis blocked him. One of the best rim defenders in the league blocked him and he he wanted a foul. Just fucking shut up, dude. You're Anthony Davis. You know, I've had it with LeBron, bro. You guys know that though. You guys are like, oh, well, you fucking talk about him so much. Why don't you marry him? The only reason I would marry that guy is to divorce him and get half his shit. You know? We're living in hell, people. We are living in hell. (laughs) This is real upbeat shit. This is real positive. Real positive. I don't know. What else should I talk about? What else have I been doing with my life? Young blood beer, it's killing it. Uh, follow Young Blood Beer on Instagram, bro. They got some shit, uh, shit, some sick designs, and now they've got a. You can buy it online. You can buy it online. They're online licensed to sell beer to you, to you directly. You put in your your address, bang, beer to your house. Now it's not like Jimmy Brings; it's not going to come in thirty minutes. So you got to kind of know like, okay, this Friday I want to get turned. I'm going to order this shit on like a Wednesday or something, you know? So go do that. Um, honestly, man, you know what it is. Welcome to the party on everything. What's a social media platform? Name it. Bang. Welcome to the party's on there. All right. What I need you guys to do, if you haven't already, is subscribe to Welcome to the Party on whatever you listen to it on. And I need you to... Give it a five-star review if you listen to it on Apple. And if you've got multiple email addresses, please do that. Five-star review it twice because we are really trying to um, to build this year. I need 200 five-star reviews to become a, um, a mover reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. And that would be sick. That would be so sick. So please do that for me. Five-star reviews. Um, what else? That's fucking it, man. Welcome to the party on everything. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And um, don't forget who killed Santa. 2021 Adelaide Fringe. Claiborne McMath, Gene Lewis, Zach Watson. To the From the 9th to the 16th of March. $25 a ticket. Gluttony. Please buy tickets. Buy tickets for you, your family, your friends, whatever. We're trying to sell this bitch out. Alright? Who killed Santa on fringe ticks? I love you guys. Peace. Baby girl come to